Week nine, welcome to Red Zone DFS. How you guys feeling? Nine, nine, pay the line. It's hammer time, Red Zone DFS. We had our, uh, <laughs> our, our, our big winner there from last week. Yeah, man. Congratulations on Jim pulling in a plus 7K in week eight, taking down the Pat Mayo experience. Are you going to do a uh, Clark Griswold and put a pool in for the family or what? uh not a pool uh pond maybe that's usually probably better for me um yeah you're more of a pond guy yeah pool pond pond's probably better for you no you know um (laughs) just 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 add it to the old savings account uh obviously all three of us are going to nashville for a buddy's wedding here in a couple weeks so yeah pretty much right (laughs) um no man it was it was a good week and it would have been even bigger week um had Jimmy G not been pulled, because uh, I ended up finishing sixth in the uh, $15 three max sweep for $1,500 with Jimmy G as my quarterback uh, with two, 2.46 points. So, yeah, it was a pretty good week over around. Uh, my core guys hit. Um, Dalvin Cook, Devontae Adams obviously went off and were really the keys to, to my week. Um, had the punt wide receivers hit Darnell Mooney, um, who I like again this week, who just continues to get targets. And I guess DraftKings doesn't want to raise him out of the $3,000 range. So, I mean, that's fine with me. Um, quick, but quick yeah, I mean, disclaimer, I, uh, I, I want to apologize publicly to Garoppolo. Uh, the two times that I've played him in DFS this year was last week and the Miami game, both games <laughs> he's been pulled uh, at halftime. So, well, I, I mean, think that's he... more on Jimmy G. Yeah, maybe he just sucks. I mean, it's maybe. you know we can bl- we can blame it on this ankle injury, <laughs> but you know that that was the last time I'm playing Jimmy in fantasy uh, mm. this year. It just just yeah, I just it's so disappointing. Yeah. I mean, Nick Mo- I wanna, Nick Mullins is no better, but eh. yeah, I want to give a big shout out to our call last week collectively on the Dolphins defense. Yeah, bam, twenty three points. Um, I mean, last week, I definitely I uh, came out positive, um, which was good. I've been getting really close here and there, so I'm very uh, happy with my lineups. Except uh, I took fifth place out of 3,000 people and a double up. So <laughs> that's just the way the year's kind of been going for me, but I've been putting good rosters and lineups out there. They've just been kind of falling in the wrong spots, you know, and really, that's going to happen. So it's, it's positive, you know? It's actually a really good point that you bring up, though. Like it- – everything I've ever read and seen or whatnot is if you're going to play 50 fifties and double ups, take a shot with that. Cause you know, you're probably playing one lineup, you know, or maybe two lineups, like put those into a GPP. Yeah. Because yes. yeah. And sometimes I, that and literally I have the same exact lineup going in a GPP, except for I flipped two players. 
you know, and now it's the difference of being at the top of the GPP, you know, getting money versus being right at the bottom and barely getting in the money. But like we talked about, seven out of nine guys ain't going to cut it. You got to get nine out of nine, including your defense, and you got to crush. So well, that's some, what we're doing. There's something to be said, too, about just playing like the nine best plays you think and not worrying about like game stacks and, yep. you know, all this stuff that like, you know, maybe one guy doesn't hit on the bring back or the comeback or something. And so yeah. you yeah. just play the best players that you think is going to hit and yeah like last week 190 200 and it's like yeah like last week the the three of us were big on you know dk metcalf right and we were Mm -hmm. fading locket we felt dk was going to have the game he had the better matchups and that's exactly what showed having the Russ Russell with uh, Metcalf with Ayuk on the backside of that last week is what got me into the money in most of my GPPs. Yeah. Um, I think you just got to pick your guys. Cause I rode that trio through a lot of my GPPs on Sunday and yeah. that's why I felt strongly with and that's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah I mean, to, to Vinny's point though, like you don't always have to have a run back. Like I took down the Pat Mayo experience tournament with with a three-way Dallas or a three-way Seahawks stack and no Niners run back because I, I just couldn't fit them in, right? Like I had Russ, Metcalf, and then DJ Dallas, and that was it, right? I didn't run it back with the Niners. I had punts other places, right? In, in retrospect, could I, could I have shifted some things around and not maybe had like a little bit of a sweat at the end, like – yeah, um, because honestly, at the end there, if Kendrick Bourne would have scored a touchdown, I, I would have lost. Um, but I didn't. Um, and it's just like one of those things like you, you just play your guys, right? You think the best yeah. plays, you know, we look at ownership, the three max tournaments, you know, unless the guy's going to be like egregiously owned, then maybe think about fading him, but maybe not a hundred percent, right? You could be underweight to that guy. So maybe you only have 20% when the field has 40%. If he goes off. Okay. If he does mediocre, like that's okay too. It's not going to kill you. Yeah. And Jim, um, like you were saying, using ownership, we should mostly be using it to honestly say there's two guys at seven K that's what's yeah, going like to make the difference breaker. of going exactly a tiebreaker. And you go with the guy less on for GPP purposes, not necessarily cash game purposes. So well, and last 100%. week was perfect though. Like in the, like at last, last GPP lesson or whatever is if you're going to pivot off the chalk, it's got to be a guy with similar upside or more, because mm-hmm. if that chalk hits, like you can still survive that if your guy hits too, right? Like yeah. last week, you know, we, why we won, like we leaned Dalvin cook over Henry, you know, um, if Henry would have gone for 30 or 40 points, like, you know, we would have been fine either way, but if he fails, mm-hmm. like we're still, I mean, then we're way ahead of the curve. So yeah. You're, you're just, you're just really gaining sp- massive leverage on the field at that point. Right. Exactly. As to where, like, you know, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it with some of my plays this week, but mm-hmm. as we kind of go through the season here, uh, I'm starting to kind of figure out my groove a little bit more and like the plays yeah, that are sure. just, that are just working for me. And honestly, I see a lot of people out there in, in the tournaments that we're playing, just trying to get cute at a few positions. And it's just, just not working. Yeah. Right. Well, you gotta lean, so. on, lean on your guys week to week. Like what we talked about yeah. last week, Jim, I might be playing the same lineups from week seven, right? You got to play your guys no matter what, unless they start, sure. like you said, egregiously high in their, in their uh, value. I mean, otherwise you just ride with your guys, especially if they're staying the same salary week to week. And week nine by now, we have such a good pulse on teams 
what they like to do, who's the target shares. Like, you know, there's a lot of more data than, you know, week two mm-hmm. and three. So with that, Joe, why don't you kick us off on uh running backs and we'll see where we're going. This yeah. Week. So running backs, I've honestly, I've been having a tough time with the running backs this week. Um, just figuring out really what I want to do. I just know one thing, the one person I am fading this week is going to be James Conner. And about three days ago, I was in love with him. This has nothing to do with anything except the fact that I think this is a game where the Pittsburgh Steelers are probably going to get up early and then Connor's not going to get any carries in the second half or not any carries that are worth anything. And he scares me in GPPs. I will be riding him strong in my cash games without a doubt because I think he is that 12 to 15 point guy every week. Now, is he going to get you 25 to 35 this week against Dallas where he might not be getting as many carries? Um, That scares me a little bit um, just out of game flow. Yeah, and real so, quick, not to stop you, we probably should have done no, this you're good. beginning, but Jim, do you have kind of the, the running back chalk report uh, before we... I think Connor's going up as the chalkiest running back at the moment. That's, yeah. James that's Connor, another thing that scares me. James Connor is coming in at the moment at the number one chalk at about 27 to 28%. Uh, yeah. Dalvin Cook, number two at 26%. Then we've got Josh Jacobs all the way down at 18%. Zeke at 17%, which is, uh, okay. Nope, 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 I've done nope, it the nope, last nope, few nope, weeks, nope. and I'm not not fucking doing it again. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> hit, hit on just like the top five again. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm so we've out. got James Conner uh, from most owned uh, at 28%. Then we go down to Dalvin Cook, 26%. Zeke, 17%. James Robinson, 16%. And Chase Edmonds rounds out your top five at 15%. Everyone else is less than fifteen mm-hmm. percent. Right and that's going to bring is... me. That's going to bring me right to my favorite this week. And I don't care. He's eighty five hundred after missing what five weeks in a row. But Christian McCaffrey is coming back. He would not be playing unless he's hundred percent. Bye bye, Mike Davis. Mike Davis still might get his five to eight touches for sure to give McCaffrey some uh, breaks. But in this game against the Chiefs, I mean, there's a potential here. McCaffrey gets ten plus catches and just absolutely bust the slate this week. Um, and he's coming in around 7% owned right now, I think, Jim, or below 10% for sure. Um, if it stays anywhere below 15 to 17%, um, I'm riding McCaffrey all the way. I can't even find him on the first page. <laughs> exactly. The, the other amazing thing about that play oh. is Chris Jones today just popped up on the COVID list for Kansas City. Right. Who and is... again, the, the Chiefs are going to put up points, right? And that doesn't hurt McCaffrey because he's not your, oh, I'm going to pound it in the two gap every single time, A gap, B gap guy. No. They're going to get creative with him and just get him the ball and let him play football. So McCaffrey's going to get his touches. They're going to lean on him to try to win this ball game, especially because Teddy Bridgewater hasn't been playing like he did in the first four weeks of the season. Um, so McCaffrey's my guy, my next favorite guy. I want to go all the way down for Jackson for the, uh, chargers at 4,900. And the reality is if I want McCaffrey in all my lineups, I kind of got to go with Jackson all the way down as well. Um, the Raiders cannot stop running backs, not only in the run, but on the pass, it doesn't matter what running back is playing them. They cannot cover the running backs. I mean, he's guaranteed to have four to five catches for over 50 yards this week. And that's not including whatever he gets on the ground. I don't care that he's splitting carries. It's against a Raiders team that has proven that running backs cannot be stopped. Um, Some of my mid-tier guys that I'm going to be sprinkling in, just not too heavy on. um, I like Robinson against the Texans. I mean, what the hell else are they going to do with Luton playing? Um, I love Edmonds for Arizona, um, especially with PPR value, catching the ball out of the backfield in that game. Um, I think that score is going to go up quite a bit. Um, So, And then we got, I think, I really like Clyde this week um, for the Chiefs at 6,100. 
he scares the hell out of me ever since Le'Veon came back. But all it's going to do is make him very, very contrarian. And in a random GPP, I'll throw some Clyde in there to uh, possibly get a lot of touches against the Panthers. Um, another person that might be a little random, I hate playing him, but it's David Johnson for the Texans. Um, and that's strictly based on matchup against the Jaguars. The last time he played the Jaguars, he racked up over 100 yards through the ground and the air. He just didn't get any uh, touchdowns. And I remember I actually played him that week, and he just didn't get the ball across the goal line, and that's what ended up screwing up his score. So I'm going to ride a little bit of David Johnson as well, but my most heavily owned favorite guys are going to be McCaffrey and Jackson. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll echo Joey's sentiment on Christian McCaffrey. Um, I have no idea why. I mean, I guess it's just the people who don't understand – like that he's still on the IR because if you pull up DraftKings right now, you can yep. still see that little like he's on the IR, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they leave that there as long <laughs> as they can because people just like aren't going to play him. He was yep. close to playing last week, right? So I'm all about him. Um, my philosophy on running backs as we kind of move through the season is I'm just going to be targeting guys that are going to get the volume, right? Um, in my GPP winning lineup last week, I had Miles Gaskin, right, who's unfortunately out for three weeks now. I know. I was so uh, excited to play him this week. <laughs> right? Like, come on, dude. But, like, he he was a lower he was a lower price play, right? But he didn't do anything crazy. But because of the volume that he gets, he got me 14 points, right? Yep. So, so crucial. Uh, other than taking a chance on some guy in a timeshare or something like that. So – Christian McCaffrey, he's going to get all the touches. You know, Mike Davis was a really great story. He did fine, but, I mean, he's an older player. His gas tank is pretty much out right now. You could see the last few weeks. He just doesn't have the same burst that he had the the first, like, five, six weeks of the season. Um, I like David Johnson a lot too, Joey. Uh, I just – I don't like the player. I just like the volume. Exactly. Um, James Robinson in that same game with whoever starting – at quarterback for Jacksonville. Um, Luton Futon. They, they really <laughs> like this guy, right? They're coming off a bye. Um, people seem to forget people off of a bye, um, hence Dalvin Cook last week. And James Robinson is, is a guy that's going to get 80 to 90% of the touches. And at the price that he's at um, in that like mid-tier range, like it works for me. Same thing with, uh, with Edmonds, right? I think that that game is going to be a little bit more low scoring than some people think. Um, The Dolphins have really good corners and the defense is playing pretty well right now. So a lot of that dump off short pass game screen game, I think is really going to be good. Um, And then I think more and more people will get off him just because now that Christian or that, uh, um, that Drake has now the questionable tag, he probably won't play, but like he's he's still practicing, right? No, he missed practice today. And then the chalk that I am eating this week is I'll go right back to Dalvin Cook. Uh, Again, I can get weird in other spots, right? I don't want to get weird at the running back position. Um, I'm okay to fade James Conner because I think that this could be one of those weird games and we'll get to this a little bit later for people who I like at quarterback. But I think this could be one of those weird games that Ben just throws for like five or six touchdowns and like 400 yards and just – you know, they give it to Connor, they give it to Snell, they give don't, it to Samuels. Don't stray right? yep. thunder with Ben. Snell so, and Samuels are going to get way more touches than I'm comfortable with this week. Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know what to do with Derrick Henry this week. Um, his ownership has come way down, and that's always attractive to me. Uh, I just don't know if I can get there with him this week. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, $7,900 for some of the other guys that I'm wanting to play. He doesn't really fit that too well for me. Um, Clyde is another guy I had down as a maybe, Joey. Uh, I, I'm kind of with you there. It's a scary um, one, but I feel like, you know, in one GPP, it might be worth the risk, right? Yeah, and then my, my top punt play, I mean, I think he's going to be a little bit chalky. He's not looking that chalky right now. Um, but again, another really athletic guy that can catch the ball out of the backfield, replacing some of that volume that Gaskin was going to get is Matt Breida. I mean, they traded for him for a reason. They went out and signed him this year for a reason. Um, Jordan Howard, Howard fucking and- sucks. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 not even getting. He wasn't even getting the goal line carries anymore. No, right? like I, Howard I think they, Howard's been scratched, healthy scratch two weeks in a row because he just he's not have room on the running yeah. back chart for him. I mean, look, this could certainly be a week where where fucking James Howard just absolutely fucks me. But at four thousand dollars, I don't need Matt Breida to do a whole lot. And again, we're playing on DraftKings mostly, right? It's a PPR yeah. site. I get the full points there. Um, I'll take a shot. And then another guy we haven't really talked about yet. I don't know. Maybe Vinny, you'll talk about him. The, the Giants have a pretty good run defense, but I like Antonio Gibson for the Redskins, another guy who's just getting all the volume, right? So mm-hmm. it, it's a common theme with me this week. I liked Philip Lindsay quite a bit until he's got that questionable tag. It looks like he's going to be okay, but he's a guy that I'm going to be on um, probably in about 10% of lineups. Um, then who, who are you looking at? Yeah. Um, so I'm with you guys. I do. If McCaffrey especially is going to be that low, then I'm all over that. Um, I just think he's, you know, this is a guy that was 10 K plus to start the year, you know, and he's going to get the bulk of the touches. Kansas city is going to have to, or they're going to have to try to keep up with Kansas city. Um, I love that game stack and bringing it back with McCaffrey, uh, because he's completely game flow. Like, free like mm-hmm. he can score and put up points in a, in a hurry um so i do like mccaffrey a lot cook for obvious reasons you know when he's feeling it he may not probably is not going for 40 but i think he's also got one of the safest floors on the slate for sure you mean um, 50, 51 you mean he's not gonna go for 50 sorry he's not going for 51 this week <laughs> yeah insane. i don't i don't think he's going for 51 but absolutely insane um <laughs> Robinson, I'm kind of lukewarm on. Um, I will honestly probably wait until Sunday to see what the ownership is between Robinson, Connor, and Edmonds, and I'm taking the lowest one. I think all of them have like very similar upside. I know Connor's in a smash spot, but to your point, like James Connor's never been the guy to get 30 carries for 220 and three touchdowns. Like he, uh, he's going to get I'm you 18 carries, 105 yards, maybe sneak you a touchdown, get you four catches. He's the best cash game play, and like yes, always. He could punch two in here, but I don't think Tom, like Tomlin's an amazing coach. He is not going to burn James Connor in this game to try to, you know, like I think something that Tomlin's smart enough to do, like, like knows, you guys were. Yeah, Tomlin understands, like, this is a long season. Like, they're, you know, going to beat Dallas handedly. And if they go up 21-0 in the first quarter or something, like, James Conner may finish with, like, 12, 14 carries. And I I think that's the plan. I think the plan is to come out passing, and we'll talk about that later, right, Vin? Like, with Ben and everything – 
but the Steelers come out passing, get up so they can rest players against this shitty ass Cowboys team and not risk anyone getting hurt. And he has shown that they will play Benny Snell. They will play some of these other guys, which just, it, you know, there's just something there that feels a little bit off for me on that. Um, Chase Edmonds, I think is in a really good spot. He's going to take all the reps, you know, he's the top dog there. He's a pass catching running back to begin with Um, super electric. So I think they're going to need him against Miami, you know, to pull that one out. Um, I'm on Gibson. Like you said, Jim, um, he finally, you know, had some bell cow type, you know, stats before the bye week uh, the giants run game's good. But again, like Edmonds is he will catch five, six passes to go with yep. it. So um, I dig that a lot. David Johnson, he's someone I just have to see the chalk on. Like, if he's not chalky, if he's under 10%, I'm in. If he's going to be over that, I'm out. Like, I just, he's not a guy that's going to beat me. Um, but I'll disclaimer David Johnson, all volume. He's not a good player. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> I'll take it, you know, if he's again going to be low ownership, but if he's over 10, 15%, I'm, I'm out. Um, so, so he's guys, right in that he's he's right in that range right now, Vinny. He's okay. like 13, 13%. So I mean at that at that percentage, he's a play for me. I will probably be fading him, and it's just simply because there's a few guys that I like below that that I think are in just interesting spots. Uh Ooh, do, do tell. The guy I played last <laughs> week who ended up hitting on my best lineup uh was Zach Moss. Uh I just looked mm-hmm. at it that 50, the, Patriot, the Patriots had just gotten absolutely gashed by the Niners on the ground. And so give me the running back that's gonna play them again or play them next. Um he's 5,200. Seattle's nothing special, and Zach Moss is the guy there. Like Singletary <laughs> had his opportunity to run away with this job and he didn't. Like he did not do anything with that when Moss was out. So um I dig Moss there. Uh I also have some interest in DeAndre Swift. I know people are going to jump off of him because of last week. Um, he didn't really get a ton of touches, but they're about to go play uh, Minnesota, who does not have a special defense at all, right? So I, I'm, I'm interested in Swift. Uh, Jackson, Joe, you brought up. I like him a lot. And the last guy I'll bring up is if – I need to see if Mark Ingram's out, but if Ingram's out, I will play J.K. Dobbins again. Um, I know he's splitting some touches with Gus the bus, but Dobbins is the best running back on that team. So if he's not having to split carries three ways, it's just two. Um, I mean, he had a hundred yard rushing game, you know, against Pittsburgh, like give me a weaker matchup. Uh, I'll take that at 4,900. So I just need to see, make sure Ingram's out, but Dobbins is, uh, and that's why I'm kind of off David Johnson for my, my liking. Like, I think I could just go lower and get, the same production out of some of those fair enough. guys. So that's how I feel enough. with Jackson with J- with David Johnson. That's how I feel with that. Yeah. Same. So that's kind of where I'm leaning. Um, and it, it's an interesting thought that like I thought about it. Like I know McCaffrey and Cook are the ones that really scare me up top. I don't think I have to stress Robinson and Connor as much. So I think like an interesting build this week is to go a little. I mean, you could go lower at running back and pay up for some of these big dog receivers that we're going to talk about. We've just seen at the NFL in 2020, like some receivers going for 40 points. And if you don't have them, like good luck, you know, in a tournament. So, um, Jim, do you want to kick us off on receivers? Well, yeah. So, I mean, like, like you said, we're going back up top. Um, you know, I like, I like Nuke this week. I know Miami's got a good defense, but he's just kind of matchup proof. Um, he, he's not a guy that, 
you know, a lot of people are going to be scared away from him. Uh, he's got a really, really heavy price tag, right? Um, but he's just a guy that I think that they're just going to pepper him this week. Um, and at 8,200, I think he can pay off three or four X pretty easily off that price. Um, so I like him if we're going way up top. Uh, next guy down, I mean, I think Julio is just in an absolute smash spot. Uh, he's healthy. He's running well. No Calvin Ridley, it looks like, again this week. And, I mean, Denver's defense is just not very good. Their corners running, are absolute, absolute trash. They're so bad. Their run defense is actually okay. Uh, mid-pack, right? Um, they mm-hmm. can put a little bit of pressure on Matt Ryan, but their pressure rate this year is bottom third in the NFL. So, we, And I'll we, take the Falcons in the dome. Exactly. If this was in Denver, eh, I don't know if I'm paying $7,200 for Julio with his hamstring and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you get Julio in the dome on the turf. It's nice and warm in there. Um, the heat, I'm going to lock him in. Um, some other guys I like rolling down uh, a little bit cheaper, Stefan Diggs. Um, he's going to make a lot of my lineups yes. this week. Hell yes. Uh, I mean, we just saw Brandon Ayuk just absolutely carve up the Seahawks. Um, in a much he, less potent offense. Oh my God! Right. With, <laughs> so, with, with you guys have to start Mullins. on that. Everyone just watched the uh, Niner Packer game last night, so yeah. don't worry. With Nick, <laughs> Nick Mullins, you know, carving him up. So, you know it, that that kind of leads me to like one of the quarterbacks that I like. I, I'm going right back to Josh Allen again this week. Yes, his, sir. His running game, just. I mean, it, it, it offsets his bad passing, right? And that game is going to be, I think, the highest scoring game of the week. So I like the Moss call there, Vinny. He's some guy. He's a guy that I really wasn't taking a look at. Um, but I'm a big dig. But I'm all on digs. So, uh, you know, if I'm in a game stack, I kind of like how that game stack works out with, like, Russ and Lockett and then Moss and then uh, Diggs coming back on the other side. Um I think Jamar Jefferson is the guy that I'm more gravitating towards, uh, or Justin Jefferson, excuse me, for the... Who the fuck is Jamar Jefferson? Yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> Jay Jefferson, I just said Jamar, okay? Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> um, 6,100, again, he's a guy that was a little bit quiet last week. Detroit is just absolutely terrible. Um, I, I like that. Um, in that in that game, again, uh, in the Seattle game, Cole Beasley... Um, he's getting, he's getting getting a ton of targets. I love Um, it. Deontay Johnson. I'm going back to him. Um, you could even play him like sprinkle him and Claypool in this week. Um, you don't have to play him together, but if we're going all the way back down, I talked about it earlier, you know, darn this guy Mooney is just getting all of the love. And he, I mean, he's their number two wide receiver. Yeah, they've uh, been they, trying to make Miller the number two there for what two years now, and Moody but, just stepped in and took it. And and then now Miller's going to be hurt again this year. This is a game or the, this week. This is a game that they're just going to have to keep passing. Um, so I really really like that play down there. Uh, and then for another my favorite other punt play, uh, Marvin Hall. Um, I liked it a lot better when Stafford was going to be playing now. Well, Stafford. it looks like they just went through a second round of negative tests today with Stafford. So, so he, so per what I read today, 
since he was on, he's on the COVID-19 list, he has to test negative every single day, including Sunday morning to be able to play. Mm-hmm. Now, if he, I'm going to leave a few lineups open or I'm going to put Stafford in a few lineups with Marvin Hall and then stack like Cook and Jefferson on the other side. If he plays, I'm going to be all in, but he's going to be like less than 1% owned. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Marvin Hall again, 3,800. They're going to have to be chucking the ball. You know, he's only got seven catches, but last week he went off in the spot when Kenny Galladay got hurt. He basically just stepped into the Galladay role and just was getting all of those targets. Right. So I'm okay with that. So those guys, my punts, uh, Vinny, who you like in a receiver this week? Yeah, I'm with you guys. Uh, Hopkins and Kyler. I'm a little bit unsure of right now, uh, to be honest. It's not that I don't like them. I just think there's some other teams, uh, and Miami's tough, man. They fight. They're, I mean, they just took it to the Rams. Now, I, I know the Cardinals have a better offense than them, but in Cooper Cup absolutely tore him apart. Uh, what do you have, 21 targets or something like that? Um, I don't yep. know, man. I 8,200 is a lot. So the guys I really like, I really like Diggs. Um, he's got two games without a touchdown. Seattle is just a sieve on the outside as far as giving up plays. Uh, this game just has Stefan Diggs like written all over it, I think. Um, so sure. I dig that a lot. Julio's in a great spot. Uh, I'm going to go back to the well and play Tyreek again. Uh, he's a guy like when he's feeling it, like it's on. And I think this game has some sneaky shootout potential. Like the one thing, Carolina is not nearly as bad as everybody thought. Um, getting McCaffrey back, like they're going to compete, you know, and hold it too. So I do like uh, the Chiefs this week, and that obviously puts me on Tyreek uh, if I'm going to do it. Um, Keenan Allen, um, I mean, I, I'm, I love Herbert this week, and I love Keenan Allen. So and I yeah, like that they ra- raise his price here um, because, you know, the reason he was ultra shock is just because he, they wouldn't raise his price. Um, so maybe being up there at 7,000, you know, next to Tyreek and – Julio and Fuller and stuff, maybe that will drop him, but I doubt it. What's he going to be? 25? Uh, r- right now, he's at 20 to 25. They're projecting. Um, I just don't think yeah. that's like bad chalk, though. You know, like no, he's, not- he's a target monster. It's the same. No, as like Hawkins, we talked like- about. Like we talked about. We get our guys in the best matchup spots, even if they're 22%. We need nine guys in a GPP. Well, so if he's can- one of your nine guys, you got to roll. Well, and, and there's just ways to do it. Like, if you're going to go a little chalky, which I don't love doing at receiver, but Keenan Allen's like a lock for double-digit targets. And I can get weird at running back and get different, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I got to imagine the chalk build in that case is going to be Herbert, um, Connor, Keenan Allen. Like, that, they're just going to go across the board right there. So, um, but I, I do like that a lot. Lockett is who I would bring it back with in that Seattle Buffalo game. That thing is going to shoot out. I think both I think, defenses I think, are super overrated. So uh, Joe might bring them up, but I think we're at a point now where we see how dynamic Lockett and Metcalf are. Mm-hmm. I, I, I already said it. I like Lockett. I would prefer Lockett this week. Um, but I think those are guys you have to play somewhere every week. I don't think either mm-hmm. of those guys I don't think you can fade those guys every week. No, um, Russ is Russ is the MVP so far in this season, and yeah. that offense throws like they do not yeah. run the ball super well. the The big reason I'm on Lockett, it's you know, yeah, you could flip a coin or go every other week or whatever you want to do, but 
Um, I'm just not going to attack Tredavious White. He's a really good corner. I know DK Metcalf can't be stopped one-on-one really by anyone, but Tredavious White's yeah. no joke. So they're projecting he's a big physical corner. Like they're going to put Tredavious on DK and hope and pray. Um, it, but I'll just take the path to least resistance and hopefully lock it. As and Buffalo's, Buffalo's slot corner. Yeah, Buffalo's slot corner is one of the bottom slot corners in the NFL on top of that. And it's so, why Locke yeah. is going super high-owned right now and DK is going super low-owned. Yeah. is exactly what you just said, Vinny. I think a lot of people have that same idea. But again, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, so we've got to ride horrible. with it. Um, <laughs> so just, I, just fuck it. Do yeah. it, right? And I, don't know, exactly. I don't know what this next guy's talk's going to be. Um, I People are really nervous about it because of, uh, you know, Bradbury has been playing at an insane level, but I'll play scary Terry against anyone. Like uh, he's really coming in, he, he's coming in at the third highest owned player of the week. Good right? Lord. Okay. He's so one of my, he's one of my, he's just, he, he's just, he, I'm going to play him and in a couple of real weird lineups where I get like yeah. low ownership at other, like the Stafford lineup with mm-hmm. Marvin Hall, like right. that's a lineup that I'm probably going to play scary Terry in because right. he's only 6,500. And the reason why he's going to be so chalky, he, he's just mispriced, right? Like he gets the volume. We talk about volume. He's the only one who gets the volume. He gets all the red zone looks when they're passing. So like it's warranted, but like at 20 to 25%, like, you're that's okay. not too bad and if it, and like yeah we, we said like you if just you really have, like him just yeah. play him right you just can't yep. have the like 40 plus percent guy right like that that to me is just like you're you're asking for a complete meltdown and i think too if i'm gonna do it just game theory strategy like if i'm gonna play chalk receiver i'll go a full lineup of mclaren lockett and keenan allen and i'll go like cheap like off the off the radar running backs like i'll play my dobbins and zach moss there you know, yeah, I think um, I, I think that's how you have to to totally it, right? flip the script there. You know, you gotta, so, if you're gonna go chalky in half the places, you got to go super contrarian the other, right? Right. So, um, I'm with you on Jefferson. I, I like him more than Thielen. Uh, Brandon Cooks is in a really good spot. I, I like Houston coming. I mean, they're gonna thrash Jack- Jacksonville. I mean, I don't know what Jacksonville's doing going to this guy at quarterback. Like, horrible. Lutton, dude. Um, who who else are they supposed to go to? Mike is Lennon? the six six Anyone. man from the the beavers dude he's like 28 years old he went through like 18 medical red shirts yeah captain <laughs> captain neck dude is the only s- other person that they have they're gonna get yeah this guy jumped over second. glennon how bad is that yeah really bad. Uh, <laughs> glennon's really um, bad exactly really how bad. is he still on a team <laughs> i also like some of the cheaper guys in that game like i like cooks chark and chanel and that's not just because i hate will fuller but uh for 6800 like I'm going Lockett and Keenan Allen over that. Like these, mm-hmm. that's just my because thing, Will so. Fuller might get a he might get an ingrown toenail around the second quarter, and you may never see him again. Yeah, he's just not a tough player. I mean, no, he's, he's a ultra talented Dante Pettis. Well, and he was on the trade block this week. Like, was oh, no, 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 no. He's an NFL player at least, Joey. Dante that's Pettis, I mean. is ultra not- an ultra oh, yeah, talented. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dante I thought you said he was on the trade block. I'm like, he definitely. Was. <laughs> I'm saying he was tweeting about. I'm it. saying injury wise, how soft they are, kind of their how they play. Like they are very similar. He's so really good. I think yeah. we've seen some games though with Fuller that like third quarter you're starting yeah. to sweat bullets because he hasn't done anything and then he catches a 50 yard touchdown. So he's gr- he's really good. Like I'm just there's some other guys I like more. Uh, yeah, going down low. Uh, I don't, you guys are on Cole Beasley. I just won't do that. Uh, I'll play John Brown for 5,400 over that. Um, 
I'll go back to Deontay Johnson as well, but I'm kind of leaning and I'll talk about this with quarterbacks, but I'm really leaning as far as just playing big Ben uh, in his birthday suit naked with no bun. Cause I don't know who's going to explode against Dallas. It could be all three. It could be Ebron. It, it could be a million guys. Um, I think that guy right there, if you're going to play Ben and you're not really sure, I think you play him with Ebron just because he's getting a lot of the red zone looks and then, you know, he's not super expensive, but the kind of the nice part about that stack is that like you can play Ben Claypool and Johnson and they're, they're all, they're all not very expensive because of yeah. what you just said. They're not right? very like, expensive. Yeah. It, I guess I was thinking people would be playing those receivers because it's Dallas and chalk every, like there. So I'll get off the chalk and just take the Ben points and, you know, forget that exposure, but it, it, it looks it, as of right now, it looks like everyone's just gravitating to James Conner. And thinking that he's going to get like 25 carries, which he never gets. Claypool's coming in at the highest owned of the receivers at about 15 to 16 percent. Okay, but you know, I think other I'm than, with you. You said it earlier, not to jump to quarterbacks, but I, I think this is a game where Ben just drops his. But like Deontay, Deontay yeah, I agree. Like six touchdowns, dude. Deontay <laughs> Johnson is only coming in at about seven or eight percent. Okay, so I could I could do that. Like that. Ebron, Ebron's coming in at five percent. Um, you know, I, I I think Pittsburgh's that's gonna the be way our to contrarian. Go. Con, they're going to be our contrarian stacks this week. I think that makes the GPP. Which just thinks think about that. Like think how crazy that is. We just we said it two weeks ago or last week with Mahomes against the Jets. People were like out thinking this thing. Like, I mean, they have to still get to 40 points to pull the Yeah, the and they'd rather get there earlier than later and not to put their players in compromising positions against uh, mediocre teams, right, and inferior I, yeah. teams. And I just think, like, they can go into this game be like, yeah, we're just going to go three wide, four wide, and just smoke these guys. Like, I mean, but you – but it's it's still an NFL game. Like it exactly. is. The, the, like they're the gonna come out playing hard. Like the Niners and Packers game last night. The Packers were just beating the living shit out of the 49ers the entire game. And Aaron Rodgers still in there in the fourth quarter. Aaron Jones still in there in the fourth quarter. They're yeah. still thrown to Devontae Adams deep totally. out of their like own own black zone, right? In the in the their own 20 yard line. So that's why I like Ben, because I could see, you know, if a receiver in this game, if they're up by 20, you know, gets a little dinged up, they'll pull that guy out, but they still have two others. Like you're playing a little bit of roulette there, but yeah, I mean, I I'm comfortable with any of the three receivers, honestly, depending on price and who you can get in there. I'll probably have shares I, of all three. And I think that like how we talked about last week, right. I think that's a stack, like a stack. I think my favorite stack is going to be Ben Deontay Johnson and Eric Ebron. And I don't think I'm going to run it back with anybody on Dallas. No, 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 no. Kidding. Well, thank, <laughs> thank, thank God that we don't have to worry about that. Seriously. On yeah. So I, uh, I, if Pittsburgh is not going to be on the radar, then I'm going to be, I mean, I was yeah. all over it to begin with. Um, again, I think people try to get too cute and try to like make the numbers work to their, you know, like, Totally. instead of like being mm-hmm. okay you know what pittsburgh's going to go into dallas and thrash these fools i want all i can get on that game and i'll take the least chalkiest route and you're going to be ben roethlisberger and his weapons for 10 12 under like yep gladly um so and i'm with you i like mooney and hall at the bottom as far as punts and uh i, I have chenault in there um 
Jacksonville's clearly punting on this uh, season with this quarterback who knows what we're going to see on Sunday. Chanel uh, be a little bit of a gadgety player for 4,200. So if he touches the ball 10, 12 times between rushing and, and receiving, like I'm fine with that. So Yeah, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. So why don't you just roll right into your quarterback then? Joe, you have um, receivers already? No. Jo- okay. oh, you guys well. forgot about me. Good job, Jim. <laughs> Hey, Joe, why don't you hit on your receivers real quick? All right, whatever. Quarterback. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. Fucking assholes. Um, okay, so my favorite teams this week, Pittsburgh, you guys were covering that at the end there, but I'm not scared to go with Big Ben, Juju, and Deontay rolling the three of them out, the triplets. Like you said, I could see Big Ben throwing five touchdowns this week. So give me a piece yeah. of any touchdown action possible there. Um, so I'm going to have – that's my favorite GPP. Um Others is obviously the Buffalo-Seattle game. I also love Josh Allen this week. Um, I think he's going to go lower owned because his last two games have not been that great. Uh, But again, this thing is going to go 38 to 34 or a score within that range. So give me Josh Allen, throw it back with Lockett. If I can get some Juju or Deontay as a flex in that as well. I mean, that's going to be my my nut lineup right there. Um, I like what you said about Cooks, Vinny. I think Cooks is in a fire spot. Um, I just, again, we like our guys. You stay with your guys. You stay away from the guys that, you know, you don't like and will fuller is just one of those guys i'm scared of his little hangnail or any little headache he might get or any injury he might get it scares the shit out of me and i'm not going to get a zero because of him yeah um, cook, cook, cooks was banged up a little bit in the beginning of the season he seems pretty healthy They're ever since off- bill o'brien left brandon cooks has been getting featured and well, the I whole mean, pass offense is getting featured <laughs> so he i mean he's healthy now too which helps right mm-hmm. but i mean he's he's gonna come in at under two percent out He's coming off a bye, right? Uh, It's so weird how people just forget about people that because they didn't play the week before. So I mean, is this Brandon Cooks? um, That that's a guy that I initially and it's so great that we do this because like that's a guy like Zach Moss that I just kind of overlook that I'm gonna probably put back into my. um, and that's where I went and my lineups where I have like Beasley at 5,400 and I love Beasley like Beasley saves me in a couple occasions but you're right Vinny he is more of a cash game guy and I'm starting to rethink putting him in GPPs and Cooks is $100 more and yeah. flipping Beasley yeah. for Cooks I mean for the upside in a GPP I'll take that I'll take Beasley in the cash game though mm-hmm. um, but Vinny I do love Kansas City Tyreek with Mahomes I feel like I gotta have that you know it's just against Carolina they're going to give up points another sneaky person if he plays this week we will see see is Sammy Watkins um the reality is when Sammy Watkins is in he is their number two I mean technically number three behind Kelsey but in that offense if he's healthy if he's going I might sneak some Sammy Watkins in there and get some crazy low ownership on him in a potent Kansas City offense against an inferior Carolina defense um, the other game I really like is the Chargers game um, against the against the Raiders. Again, their pass defense is not great. So, give me Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. I'm just I don't know about Mike Williams. Even though Herbert's been going off, somehow Mike Williams still doesn't go off. That bothers the shit out of me. Um, so there's that, and I also love Minnesota against Detroit. Like you guys were saying, I love Jefferson at 6100. I still love Thielen at 6800. But at 6,800, I'm going to be going Lockett over Thielen in every opportunity possible. Um, some of my low guys, obviously Mooney. I really like Devontae Parker this week at 5,200. He's going to get opportunities. Um, I know Tua didn't do shit last week, and it was one of my big busts last week was taking two and a couple of GPPs. 
Um, but I'm not really scared of going right back to it. Not necessarily with Tua, but with Devontae Parker, Drake Kirkpatrick's probably not playing this week. And I don't see Patrick Peterson just following Devontae Parker everywhere. You know what I mean? Uh, he, so Devontae he Parker's yeah, he hasn't shot he hasn't shadowed all year, Peterson. Right. So uh, Devontae just, Parker's gonna be in some good positions, right? Against yeah. that Arizona leaky Arizona defense. So I do like Parker at 5,200. Um, I'll stay away from Preston Williams. He's one of those guys, if he doesn't get you a touchdown, you're fucked. So I'd rather stay away from him. Pretty much. Um, another, yeah, another guy I might be looking at is Hamler for Denver against the Falcons, all the way down at 3,400. Um, he's getting healthy. I know we got that last, you know, second touchdown to win the game this week, last week. That's not why I'm putting him in there. Hamler is just an absolute speedster, game breaker. And against a, you know, poor Falcons defense, you know, 3,400, he might – Give me that one big play that I need. It's um, so gonna be on, gonna be on the turf too. Faster, exactly. faster service for him. Yeah, yeah. So I do like Hamler at thirty four hundred this week, and he is in the game like every play. Like they're as not as shadowing away from him playing. Out, I think that's a really sharp play. If Patrick plays, he's gonna be the the number one or two next to Judy. So just just keep that in mind. Um, no, no, for sure. But Hamler's job is to like kind of be in the slot and to spread the field, right? Get downfield, spread the field. And Drew yeah. Locke, I think I don't like Drew Locke necessarily, but he's at the point now where he's gonna take some shots. You know, he's not a pussy little quarterback like Derek Carr. So Baker 2.0. <laughs> exactly. So I think Drew Locke's actually Jay Keller so 2.0. But... <laughs> one, one guy that I was looking at, Joey, and I, I know you're a Raiders fan, so you probably have a better pulse Edwards? on him. Yeah, Edwards down there yeah. at 3,500. Yeah, just... he's in my pool. I, mean, I just I don't... don't know if I want to pull the trigger on it. He's gonna, I mean, that... If he's healthy, he's going to play. I just don't like Carr. I don't like Carr getting the ball to outside receivers. I, like, I would love a Carr-Waller stack. I'll do a car Waller stack, but I won't do a car stack with an outside receiver. He just hasn't yeah, proven it to I, me. I don't, I don't know since if he I'm had Michael Crabtree, right? Don't know if I'm stacking car ever. But ever. right, I just don't so, know because there's a lot of people there, and none really stands out. Like you have Waller and Aguilar and Ruggs mm-hmm. and Renfro. Well, and Edwards will Edwards. be there. Like, there's a lot Edwards. of people there. To like Edwards he's will a, be their ex, though. He will be their ex. Yeah, he's like, their when he's healthy, ex. he is their ex. Like, but he, what I'm saying is, like, they're not going to just bench Aguilar, who's been good. They're not going to bench Rugs. Renfro saved their ass last week. You know, like. Well, Gruden's proven he'll bench Renfro. I get it, but I'm saying like, there's just a lot of bodies, and none of them are like. True. He should. Again, he should this is a. Better, so. This is a complete thirty-five hundred dollar play, right? This for is sure. like playing Mims for the Jets a few weeks back, right? Like, if he gets you three or four catches with a Mims. Like four um, catches, you know, you might be okay. But I, but at down there at 3,400, 3,500, I'll prefer to take Hamler with more upside than Edwards right yeah. now. Um, so that's where I'm at. That and again, Jim, I love Mooney. I don't know how he's not above 3,900. Um, they're just not, they're not up in his price. And again, I think we got to take advantage of that. He's getting the looks. So, and the Tennessee Titans have this image of this incredible defense, right? With Vrabel as their coach and everything. And the reality is their defense is not the same as it was last year. Their defense no. is getting torn apart and Tannehill is having to make up for that. So their pass defense is terrible. I can yeah. see the bears and Nick Foles again, 40 pass Foles. He throws 40 passes a game. They are not fucking around. Nick Foles is throwing 40 passes. More than 10. <laughs> and I know, but one day he might. And the thing is, I, I like that play with him. Um, there, and obviously, look, look, he completes can do it eight of the 10 or eight of the 12 to uh, a Rob. And then you exactly. hope that one of the four fall in. But like, Mooney, Mooney at 3,900, I'll take no, that. No, it's a great uh, Mooney's I mean, and obviously, really good. Yeah. Mooney yeah. had and, 17 points last week. 
I honestly think I honestly think Mooney's floor is like ten to twelve points. Yeah, I think so that's like a pretty. A, I just like dogging game. on on Nick Foles. And by the way, <laughs> did you guys see this uh, today that he's questionable, Mitch Trubisky? He played yeah, one, one play, play and, <laughs> and he hurt his shoulder last week. He ran an option play and he kept it and he hurt his and, shoulder. And he got rocked. So he uh, Personally, one thing I mention. I just think he's trying to stay out of the lineup. <laughs> one I thing I want to. And I was like, you got to be kidding. I'm like, Trubisky played? <laughs> for our listeners, the highlight of the one play. <laughs> our listeners, one thing I want to mention is that Jimmy has uh, had this radar on Mooney for more than a week. Oh, You've yeah. been on Mooney for about three or four weeks now. You've been watching him play. You've seen this guy play. You know what he can do, and he he showed it last week. And I think the Bears are seeing the same thing you're seeing, Jim. So at 3900, yeah, I, mean, I think we all got to get on Mooney a little bit. I mean, I I'm comfortable playing Mooney until he gets over like 4600. If it takes, I hope it takes like three or four more weeks. And I'm honestly fine this week at 3900 if he only gets me 10 to 12 because that'll keep his price depressed. But like you said, Joey, he they run him out of the slot a lot. Um, they'll motion him down inside. And Tennessee has the worst slot coverage out of any team in the NFL. So sign me up. Miller was going to get some of those routes out of the slot, but he's not playing. This Sorry. Week. So, Sorry, Miller. you know, fire up some more <laughs> Moody. So, All right, Joe, our- why don't you roll into quarterbacks here for us? Yeah, uh, my quarterbacks definitely go with my receivers, obviously. Um, but Mahomes, I feel like at 8,100, I'm going to have some exposure to Mahomes. I'm not going crazy at 8,100 at quarterback. I just feel like I can't can't finagle my lineups the way I want to with that so much. Um, but I will, have a, I will have a Mahomes, you know, Tyreek with McCaffrey, and then I'm going to have just a bunch of low-owned, you know, risky guys going up a fuck-it lineup. But – uh, Russ at 7,600 with Allen at 7,000. Um, I like Deshaun this week at 7,100. Um, uh, Deshaun is that guy, he's gonna scare the shit at you at halftime. You're gonna be like, How in the hell does Deshaun only have me nine points at halftime? And then by the fourth quarter, he's gonna have you 30 because they were behind somehow against the Jaguars and he had to throw a ton. Um, another one is Herbert at 6,800, Big Ben 6,500. And one of my random guys that I might do like in the Millie is Kirk Cousins with, you know, Thielen and Jefferson down there at 6,200. He's my, you know, you guys know every week I throw out that 1% quarterback and it's gone over so far this year. But you know what? I'm going to keep throwing darts and see if it works. I have Kirk, uh, Kirk, Cook, and Jefferson as one of my favorite stacks this week. So I'm right there with you, Joe. Okay. I'm not going to play, I'm not going to play Kirk by himself. But in a no, game no, stack no, no. situation, um, <laughs> I have a lineup with with Kirk, Dalvin Cook, uh, Justin Jefferson, and then coming back with Hawkinson and Hall on the other side. So I just like that full game. Yeah, stack. that game was that a fifty four point total for that game. Yeah. That game's gonna get weird, man. I really hope that Stafford plays because then I think that can obviously you know. If I'm running it back with guys without a quarterback, their value increases with a better quarterback who can throw the ball. Um, Blau is, I don't know, I guess he might be okay, but who knows, right? I mean, yeah, he's probably just really bad. Um, So (laughs) um, I really hope that Matt Stafford can pass these COVID tests and play because, you know, I'll I'll be with you there on Kirk. Um, 
if Stafford doesn't play, I mean, I'm just going right. to If Stafford's not playing, I'm staying away from the game other than possibly a Dalvin play, right? I mean, I still like, I'll still like, I'll still play Jefferson as a one-off, I think. Um, but yeah, that stack is, will be out for me if Stafford's not playing. Yeah. But my favorite guys, like my favorite, honestly, going into the podcast was doing Russ and Josh Allen stacks kind of back and forth and going with that game. And after speaking with you guys, I had a feeling about the Steelers. And after speaking with you guys, I feel even better about it. And big Ben stack with Deontay and Juju is becoming my favorite very fast. It's Ben's week. I'm not going to talk you out of it. <laughs> I like it. What do you think, Ben? Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I do. I will have a touch of Mahomes just because I feel like you're you're kind of dumb at this point not to get a piece of that. Um, I mean, the guy went for 40 points last week. Um, if the other team, Carolina, can hang around just a tad, uh, he's going to put up monster numbers. So um, I dig Mahomes. The other guys that I, I'm on, I do like Kyler. I mean, he's been pretty bulletproof this week. I like that the game is back home in Arizona off a of bye, um, and, and it's a late game. So I, I like Kyler. Russ, I, I'm playing Russ over Josh Allen, and it's just because something's broken there with Josh Allen. Uh, I know he has the upside, but I it's now been four or five weeks since he's done it. Um and for 7100 I'm just not going to roll the dice there. I'll pay for $500 more and just take Russ if I'm going to do it. Um, I will have a bunch of Watson. I like him a ton this week. Um, like you said, people tend to forget about guys coming off of a bye, and Jacksonville is just absolutely terrible. So They're Watson's, so bad. Watson's going to be ready to roll. Ben, um, I've been very clear. I love him this week. And uh, – I don't care what his ownership is. I'm going to continue playing Herbert. And I think he's in an absolute monster, monster spot here. So because the Raiders do have an offense, they will put up points on Sunday. This is one that I think is like really sneaky. Could be the highest game total of the week. Yeah. yeah, Especially, especially in Los Angeles, a good weather game, right? Like you don't have to worry about it. Just crumbling the weather for them. So I, I can see that too, Ben. And I'm just trying to pull it up here real quick. Uh, the one thing I wanted to check on was uh, just the standings. I know the Chargers are not good at all. Um, the Raiders are in it. The Raiders are absolutely in They're four and three. If they can w- take down another division game here, like they're going to be a pretty good track to make the playoffs. You lose this game and go to 500, you know, and you have Indy and Baltimore and some of these other teams win, like, you're starting to look a little bit uphill, um, yeah. you know, or it gets a little bit difficult with, so the Raiders have to win this game and, and the chargers are, you know, they don't back down offensively to anybody. So um, I, I love that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Jimbo. I think we're all on board with Ben. Um, he's a guy that, you know, I, I just, I'll have a good amount of this week. Um my top two guys uh, are going to be Kyler Murray and Deshaun Watson. Um, both guys that throw the rock a lot. Both both guys that have some rushing upside. Um, Josh Allen is right behind those two for me this week. Again, guy that has rushing upside. Um, guy that's just going to throw the ball a little bit. Um, Russ, again, I'm going back to him. Uh, I'm on Herbert as well. The one, the one guy that none of you guys really mentioned that I'm going to be playing quite a bit of this week, because um, obviously I really like Julio, is Matt Ryan. Um, he's a guy who just continuously chucked the rock around. Um, 
you know, they're, they fired their coach. They're, they're in no real position to just like do dumb stuff and like pound the rock with, uh, with Todd Curley. Right. Like they're, they're going to throw the ball quite a bit um, for the rest of the year. Um, And in a team like the Broncos that just aren't, they have some good pass rushers, but just overall, they're not generating a ton of pass rush. And, and the Falcons have actually been doing a pretty good job pass blocking this year. Um, if you give Matt Ryan time, he can carve you up pretty good. I don't my like playing. One, my one thing against Matt Ryan so far this season out of eight games, he's had three games of zero touchdowns and he's had two games with one touchdown. And I, I, that Dan Cole is the defensive coach. Dirk Cutter is still their guy. And like the reality is Gurley is fucking vulturing touchdowns this year. And that's what's making me want to just one off on Julio, right? And not play Matt Ryan. And that is my piece on Matt Ryan. It just the potential for another zero touchdown game scares the shit out of me. Thank you for yeah, I mean, my TED talk. So he hasn't had <laughs> one of those, you know, in in three weeks, right? He's had 34, 21, and 18 the last few weeks. The 18 against Carolina is a little concerning to me. Well, he had zero touchdowns against Carolina and one touchdown against Detroit. And that was the last right. two weeks. And he had four against the, the piss-poor Vikings, right? Like, he had four against Dallas earlier in the year. It just seems like against really, really bad teams, he does well. And any team that's somewhat decent, like Vic Fangio, like, he's being he's being shut down quite a bit. So, yeah. So, look, I mean, Vic Fangio is a good defensive head coach, but the Denver Broncos are not a very good defense this year. Um, everyone neither, likes neither is the neither of the Carolina Panthers or the Detroit Lions. Fair, fair enough. But <laughs> I, I, I think that the Lions and the Panthers have better defenses than than the Broncos. That's I just do. I mean, everyone saw the Broncos play really well against the Jets, right? And <laughs> whoever that guy was playing Rippin or whatever the hell his name was, right? That was a horrible game. But their defense played pretty well um, that game. And I think, you know, the primetime stuff kind of sticks with people. Um, my punt for the week is I'm going to go back and I'm going to play Tua. Um, I know at some point they're going to have to throw the ball. They got two. De- they got a defensive touchdown last week. They got, a, you know, a kick return or a punt return for a touchdown last week. The defense was just absolutely killing the Rams. I don't think it's going to do that again this week. Um, it's going to be a little bit, bit different on the road. You know, they're, they're going to put up some points. The Rams are just not a team that puts up a lot of points. And like we talked about last week, I, I, I mean, I think that the Rams are trash. I mean, yeah, I, know yeah. the, I know the Niners suck. Absolutely. But the, 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 the Rams are 100% healthy, and they're just absolute garbage. Um, so, I mean, they don't have an excuse like the Niners do, right? So, I mean – for two is priced at, you know, 4,900. That that's a great way to stack that game up for me. Cause I could play two and Devonte Parker and run it back with Edmonds and, and nuke and, you know, just, just go on my merry way. That that's one I'm going to be playing in some larger single entry tournaments, you know, with 10 to 12,000 people in them that I think I'm going to need to get a little bit more weird in, but as if I'm punting, I'm just going all the way down to Tua uh, and, and taking that savings. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, tight end time? Yeah. We'll rock tight ends pretty quick here. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot. I think this position totally sucks this week. Uh, 
the lineups I can get up to, I will okay. do Kelsey because uh, Kelsey's just far and away the best tight end uh, on the slate this week. Two of the last four games, he's gone over 25 points, uh, but he's a hefty price. So 72. Well, he is their number one receiver, and Tyree kills a close second. Yeah. So, um, but he's in obviously a great matchup. Um, I, if I'm not playing Kelsey, the next closest I will play is Fant um, down there. I do have a little interest in Waller, but that's going to be an ownership thing. If I see he's low, you know, I'll take some stabs at him, but I'm not going to force it if if he's going to be high ownership. Mm-hmm. I'll pay down this week. Fant, I like. I like Hayden Hurst uh, quite a bit at 4,100. Um, Jim, you were talking about Atlanta. I think Hurst, especially if Ridley's out, like he becomes a super viable option against Denver. Yeah, they, um, they've been making a concerted effort to try and get him the ball more and more lately, and with Ridley being out, it's been just kind of an easy excuse for them. Um, I mean, like Russell Gage or the guy who no one can pronounce his name that starts Zacarious. with a Z. We, we, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Z- Zach- yeah, exactly. So call him just like <laughs> ran- Falcons receiver, receiver that start last name starts with a Z. Like nobody okay. cares. All right. Um, I won't be playing Z, but I, uh, I have some. No, no, no. No, I'm I, I won't be playing Z either. I'm saying okay. that I like Hurst um, as a secondary pass option because, like, who the hell is that guy? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there's two other guys that I have in my player pool. This other guy might send Joey to the moon, pissed off, and I think this is how everybody feels about this guy, which is why I have interest in him. Is Hunter Henry? Um, yeah, he's. It's just a late game. He's going to be matched up on your boy, Joe, Jonathan Abram, um, who, you know. Well, like, Jonathan Abram had a bellyache today, so he missed practice. So. I know. I don't want to get you on a rant, but if he's matched up on him and his his <laughs> coverage skills, like I've kind of been to Hunter Henry there. And then the last guy throughout there, uh, I've stayed away from him for eight weeks now. But, Jim, I'm finally coming to the dark side on uh, your Death Star here. Irv Smith Jr. at 2,900. Is in a welcome to the Irv train versus Detroit, dude. 2900. Uh, they didn't have to throw the ball at all last week, so his targets are gonna be low. I mean, not that people were going on him, anyways, but um, 2900. I mean, that's the biggest reason. It just it just it opens up so much other stuff in your lineup if he busts. He busts at 2,900 if he goes what's, and pops but, a touchdown or gets me 8, 10 points. Like, dude, you're so but what's a, but, but here's the great thing about someone that's 2,900. Like, what's a bust? Because well, six points it's the six same as a defense. Exactly. Yeah, it's the same as a defense. You're looking for 2x from your 3K guy. Well, yeah. last like, week. I, I, t- I took down that. Last GPP. week, I would consider a bust. He had one catch for 16 yards mm-hmm. and two points. So okay, so he almost hit one X. That's not great, (laughs) but that's what I mean. Outside of that, two of the last three weeks, he's had five targets, ten points, and Mm -hmm. eleven points. So no, I mean I'm somewhere in the middle. That's fine. I mean I'm obviously on Irv too. He's again, guys. He's one of our guys, right? Like he's been me and Jim's guy for a few weeks now. Yeah, he'll let us down every now and again, but he's one of our guys for a reason. He's gonna (laughs) bust one of these days for a reason to help us win a milli. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. look they're actively trying to trade rudolph like they're, they're not giving to... any targets rudolph is literally an inline blocker at this point yeah yeah so like they're they're gonna throw the ball a little bit 
um, yeah. you know, I, I like it, Vince. That's it. That's yeah. All right. Sorry. That's I it. Like, I like Irv at 2,900 as well. I'll definitely be getting Irv in a lot of lineups because uh, I do want to go up at receiver, and I'm, I'm in love with some of these stacks this week. So I'll definitely have some Irv going. Another player, and I know he's been very cold lately, it's John New. Um, 3,900 against the Bears. I mean, his ownership is going to be so goddamn low. It's going to be insane. And the Bears just don't cover tight ends that great. Um the Bears are great, but they're not world beaters either, right? They're not the Steelers' defense this year. And I think John New and the Titans at some point need to realize that when John New was doing well, the offense was doing better. And he hasn't been involved the last couple of weeks, and I think they're going to try to get him back. Um, I do like Henry this week, Vin, just from the straight play that he's going against the Raiders, and he's potentially facing LaMarcus Joyner and uh, Jonathan Abram. I like Ingram this week for the Giants. Unfortunately, he has one of the worst quarterbacks when it comes to accuracy in the NFL and Danny Danny Dimes that can't complete a fucking pass. So, But he's getting 10 targets a game. I mean, the volume is just insane at 4,300, so I like that. And uh, another guy I might go on this week, and I usually hate playing him, but it's uh, Mark Andrews for the Baltimore Ravens. Yes. At 4,800, he's criminally – low price for what his potential is. He's going to get to Colts defense that a lot of people are scared oh, wow. of because totally of Darius Leonard. Yeah. yeah. He's just like oh, super geez. low there. And a lot of people are scared of the Colts defense as well as they should be. But Mark Andrews is in a smash spot to get two to three touchdowns this week and a, a Lamar comeback game. Um, where Where's it played? Is it in the dome? It's in the dome. It's in Indy. I can see Lamar really pumping it up this week and going Mark Andrews. Like I said, I'm not playing Lamar, but I'll go Mark Andrews at 4,800 at tight end. He might have the same upside as Kelsey this week, and that's that's scary to say. That's a good call. I totally overlooked that. I had no idea. Yeah, and I'm going to see some Kelsey in there. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think you kind of have to, especially in my Mahomes lineups, but Andrews might end up being my absolute go-to this week. Because he is so, a guy that can pop for two touchdowns and make your day miserable if you don't have him. And get so. you eight catches, right? He's the huge pop pass guy where Lamar, you know, play actions and just pop passes to Mark Andrews. But he's you know? probably, I mean, maybe Waller. Like, I'm just thinking, like, out loud here. Outside of Waller, he's the only other guy probably at the tight end position that can hang with Kelsey, like, on a really good day, right? Like, yeah. he's the one guy that can keep you from pulling away for – you know, a twenty, a two thousand dollar discount. Like mm-hmm. the the one, and the only Mark the Andrews one has guy, been priced yeah. in the six thousands all year. Yeah. He's been up in the six thousands all year, and he's at forty eight hundred. It's criminal. Yeah, gotta Jim, take. Yeah, say? I mean, I'm I'm right there with you, Joe. I had him, I had him on my sheet in my player pool already. Um, it, it's just a price thing for the opportunity. It's yeah. it's too cheap. Um. Uh, Fant is one of my favorite plays this week. The the Broncos are running twelve personnel, so two tight ends, um, more than any any other team in the league so far this year. Um, and the reason why they're doing that is specifically so they can get Fant on the field and have another tight end to block. Um, I think the one guy that can hang, and this is if Matt Stafford plays with no Galladay, is T.J. Hawkinson. Um, he has. He's been playing well the last few weeks. Um, he's a guy that I lost Kittle in season long, and I actively went after him and Vin- worked out a trade with Vinny for him. Um, I just think that he is going to get the targets. He's going to get the red zone looks. Um, just kind of everything that we talked about. Um, I am going to play Waller, though. Waller's going to be chalky. 
but the Chargers are 29th in DVOA versus the tight end position. Derek Carr can't throw the ball that far where he can, but he just chooses not to. He just not to. They just pepper that guy with targets, man. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, I want to try and find one of these Raiders cheap receivers to play, but at 5,800, that's a guy that I'm willing to eat the chalk on. And, you know, playing around with some builds so far this week, I find myself getting to quite a few two tight end builds, which I haven't gotten to this week. Waller's in the late game, so I can put him in the flex and I can flex away from him if need be. Um, but he's a guy that, I mean, you really are, aren't thinking about him like a tight end. You should be thinking about Waller like a number one receiver. If he was a receiver, he would be priced probably closer to like 6,800, 7,000, not 5,800, right? Because again, Derek Carr doesn't throw to the numbers. He only throws to the hash marks. Yeah. Correct. And, you know, it, it's reflected in his ownership, but, you know, 15, 16%, like that's not going to scare me away from him. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I think you have to get some exposure to Kelsey. Um, I just, he's another guy kind of like Lockett and Metcalf that like, I just don't think that you can fade. Um, I love the Tyreek play. I'm going to be playing Tyreek as well. He's coming in at like six or 7% owned, um, which is wild to me um but i mean you could fade him right uh, kelsey is the guy in that offense that like you just cannot fade if he's healthy and he's playing like i think you have to find a way to get exposure and again a lot of people will not do the double tight end builds because they're going well you know this tight end we have the tight ends in the matchups this week that you yeah. can make that work Right. And well, you're you, not you, sacrificing just, touchdown equity. If you just look mm-hmm. at it, right, like Andrews, Fant, and Hurst are just as safe, if not safer, than Patrick, Chenault, Mooney, and Hall. Oh, they're Big way time. safer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you're gar- like if Big you had put money on it, like who's my gonna, that grouping, who's gonna get over, you know, 10 points. You know, so my I, cash I, games this week will be featuring a lot of double tight end sets at tight end and flex. My GPP is not so much, but my cash games, there's a lot of double tight end sets. Cause just what you just said, Vinny, those guys upside or their floor is so much higher than guys like Mooney mm-hmm. at 3,900, right? Like their floor is so much higher than that. That or Andrews with Chanel Andrews. Floor 